Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I am Tim Dumas. Thank you for being here. I do pray that you're doing well. Now, remember, we have been sharing how our goal is 100% answered prayer. We share scriptures where we see that God wants us to know we have what we've asked for and how we are to believe that we have received what we've asked for, and then we will have it. So the scripture tells us that we are to pray with confidence, knowing that, that God answers prayers, that he's good, he's generous, and that when we pray in line with his will, that he hears us and we have what we have asked for, because we're simply asking God for what his will says is already uh, his will for us. What his word says is already his will for us. So we're on this journey to raise our expectations for what's possible in our relationship with God and what's possible through prayer. Now, in our last episode, we started talking about how the righteous person is able to have great power when they pray. And James 5.16 tells us this, and I'm sharing from the English Standard Version. It says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Amen. Now, we also looked at scriptures that tell us that the righteousness we are to stand in as believers in Christ is the righteousness that is of faith, which we receive from Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 tells us, For our sake he made him, referring to Jesus, to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him, in Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God. And then Romans 3.22 says, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. Now, I want to talk more about this righteousness and how to apply it. Let's go to 1 John chapter 3, and I'm going to share several scriptures here, uh, 4 through 10. 1 John chapter 3, verses 4 through 10. And it says, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either sent him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he's been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God nor is the one who does not love his brother. Now, we don't have a lot of time in this episode, so I'm just going to get to the bottom line. 1 John chapter 3, verse 7 says, Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Amen. So righteousness is something that we're supposed to practice. Now, there's a natural righteousness, which means you live by and according to the word of God. You do what's right in God's eyes. But none of us can do that perfectly. We all fall short. That's why there's another righteousness, which is by faith. Now, let's look at Romans chapter 10, 
beginning with verse 3. It says, For being ignorant of the righteousness of God and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. See, he's talking about people who were trying to live to a certain level of righteousness on their own by doing what the, the law of God said, but none of them could do it. But that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to say, look at me, I'm righteous. But none of them were able to. Nobody's able to. That's why it says, for Christ is the end of the law. Jesus did everything perfectly. Jesus was righteous. And we can take on his righteousness because it's for everyone who believes. The righteousness that we practice is by living by the word of God, but that's not the righteousness that we stand in, okay? We practice doing what the word says, but that's not the righteousness we stand in. That's not the righteousness we depend on when we come to God in prayer. That righteousness that we stand on and believe in is the righteousness which is by faith in Christ, okay? So there's two kinds. There's, there's the doing right, but then there's the believing that we have the righteousness of God in Christ. That righteousness is practiced by believing what Christ has done for you, thinking about who you are in Christ and confessing that you, because of Jesus, have been made the righteousness of God. Let's read that again, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. So our righteousness, even though we are to practice living out the will of God, living according to what's right in God's eyes. We are to practice that, but the righteousness that we actually stand in is by faith. It's through Christ. So what's our goal? To improve our prayer life, to become more effective and powerful in prayer, to move forward towards 100% answered prayer. So to do that, it's going to take knowing that you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ, practicing it and living it out and practicing it, walking in faith and believing it and confessing it's true for you. That's the one the way that you practice this by faith, you simply say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I have been made righteous through Christ. You think about that, you believe it, you meditate on it, and you say it. That's what the way you practice the, the supernatural righteousness that's given to you. You say it, you believe it, you say it, you confess it, and then you will change how you see yourself. You start to see yourself how God sees you for who you are in Christ. So again, there's two ways that you practice righteousness. By living the best you can by God's grace according to his word, but then that's not what you depend on in your prayer life or in your relationship with God. You depend on the righteousness that's given to you through Christ, through believing on him. And he gets all the glory. So you are the righteousness of God in Christ because you are a believer. He's, he's made you brand new. And you make that your confession that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And as you practice this, you'll see that your prayers start to become more and more powerful because you start to have more and more boldness and confidence when you come to God in prayer, not in yourself, but in who you are in Christ, what he has done for you. So look over these scriptures and begin to confess them and say what the scripture says about you is true for you. And this is how you're going to grow. And this is how we're going to move forward in powerful prayers, effective prayers, 100% answer prayers. Amen. Again, my name is Tim Dumas. Thank you for being here. The web address is hopeforhealingfaithforliving.com. God bless.